0: everyone, and welcome to the Gold Coast Builders Association Builders Spotlight Podcast. We have some special guests with us today, Frank Coppola, the owner of Coppola Brothers, LLC. Now, Frank is also the Gold Coast Builders Association second vice president. We also have Jonathan Falk, a field specialist in disaster relief from the National Association of Home Builders. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, Thank you for having us. Well, first, I want to say this is our first official Builder Spotlight podcast. It could be the first of a a series of uh, a lot of exciting podcasts because I know we have a lot of members that have interesting stories to tell, and we have sponsors that would love to get on here, and uh, we're even uh, looking at new members featuring them here on the podcast. Watch out, world, because the Gold Coast Builders Association is on the air. And today, we're focusing on the 2022 hurricane season. Uh, It's uh, just around the corner. So we're going to be taking a look at what we, as the Gold Coast Builders Association, are doing to be prepared for hurricane season. And I guess I should put a little disclaimer in there. Yes, I am a member of the Gold Coast Builders Association. So as we focus on the preparation for the hurricane season, it's called Prepare, Survive, Recover keywords. It's a residential construction industry hurricane preparation seminar. Nothing like that has been done in this area before, and that's sort of in keeping with the GCBA, the Gold Coast Builders Association. We like to be on the forefront, we like to be in the leadership position and we'd like to help members and our communities prepare. So this event is being held on Thursday, May 12th, 9 until 11 at the FPL Energy Services Manatee Center. That's on North Flagler Drive in West Palm Beach. And before we get into all the details of the seminar, I always like to let people know something about my guest. And Frank, you're first up. Tell us about yourself, your company, and set the stage for us.
1: Well, thank you, Sam, and uh, I, I could listen to you all day long. I don't know if it's the, the lilt in your voice or the fact that I know you're as excited about what we're doing here as uh, Jonathan and I are, but I, I appreciate it. Uh, I am the owner of Coppola Brothers LLC. We are one of only 37 Florida certified master builders, uh, and I'm extremely proud of that. As a highly competitive person, uh, that is a, 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 a badge that I'm proud to wear. It also is a good segue into, you know, I like as being a competitive guy, I like playing offense and a a hurricane is probably the worst thing you could do to be in a defensive mode. So when uh, Jonathan and I met at the uh, SCBC show last summer, uh, we instantly had a connection on wanting to do some good and and help folks. Uh, be prepared. Uh, fun fact, the, uh, I, the Coppola brothers uh, are my two sons. I do not have a brother and both my sons are Eagle Scouts, so uh, it runs in the family. We, we like to be prepared. And that's, that's who we are and why we're here.
0: And I have, to, I have to say for everyone that's listening in right now, when Frank says that he is competitive, he is competitive. I can see the sign on his truck now, hurricane fighter. No more hunkering. Jonathan, tell us about yourself. I know that uh, when I started taking a look at your credentials, I kept unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. Uh, there's a, quite a number of pages there.
2: Yeah, thank you, Sam. Um, and I have to say it is definitely hard to follow Frank uh, going over my credentials uh, considering his, but I am the uh, field specialist for disaster relief uh, for the National Association of Home Builders. Uh, my role with the association is to uh, help support all 650 of our local and state associations to prepare for, uh, you know, respond to and recover from natural disasters. You know, as far as my background, uh, I've spent most of my career in community recovery uh, working for nonprofits. Um, so a large majority of my career was, was spent, in, uh, spent in tents and uh, community centers and uh, you know various basements kind of around the world. Um, you know, helping communities recover from from kind of nature's worst disasters. Um, so it is an absolute pleasure to be here and uh, looking forward to, you know, taking care, you know, taking, um, you know, uh, participating in uh, this event coming up. So uh, excited to be here.
0: But let's get back to the, the meat and potatoes of why we are here, and that is the uh, upcoming event. Who should attend? I know that we're looking at this being the first, and it is, and, and I know that our communities are going to be very, very thankful for that, but who should attend this event?
1: Any member of a home builders association is the first natural fit. You know, I, I consider myself a, a, a bona fide prepper, someone that likes being prepared and again when jonathan and i met and we started talking uh, one of the first questions i asked him was hey what are the top three mistakes that businesses make in preparing for a hurricane and i you know uh i figured i got this so at least i'll have two out of three and i was O for three and and i i don't want to spoil uh the, the soup here and, and give out the answer but look anybody that wants to have their ducks in a row in a business uh, it, it would be a perfect person or entity to attend this event. You know, if, if you want to be proactive and just are willing to learn, um, and also put yourself in a position where you can help somebody, uh, that's why you should attend. It, it's not just a, you know, the, you know, the adage, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can save somebody else. Well, that's the same thing. We want to make sure these businesses stay open and then they're in a, they're in a position to to help. Not only their clients but their community.
2: No, I mean you hit the nail on the head, Frank. um, And you touched on something so so interesting and so important. Um, You know, it's the residential construction industry that you know rebuilds after natural disasters all you know all over the world. So you know, if your local building industry is strong um, and prepared, they're in a better place to to respond. So it was a really important point that you made there about the oxygen masks.
0: It's called uh, continuity of operations. And I think uh, as you're talking about, Jonathan, people recovering uh, from a business standpoint, that is probably one of the, the biggest things that they have to, to consider.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, you know, the important and I think the key takeaways here are, you know, hurricanes can have a major impact uh, on any businesses and especially uh, those in the residential construction industries, you know, core business functions and, and finances. You know, from potential temporary outages of, of infrastructure to uh, communications disruptions and supply chain slowdowns, you know there can be a, a variety of challenges uh, that you know face uh, businesses in continuing to have their operations and be able to respond to you know to the natural disaster as we were just speaking about. You know, with the start of hurricane season so quickly approaching, taking the time now. Uh, to work on those preparedness measures, um, you know, can really help builders, you know, avoid unnecessary losses, Um, you know, most importantly, keep everyone safe uh, and ensure that, you know, work can uh, begin quickly after the disaster um, and, uh, you know, kind of continue through um, really no matter what the event is.
1: I was just going to, just one little thing is, you know, in, in preparing for an event, we all know what it's like when, you, when you're surrounded by individuals and all of a sudden you have that little aha moment. You have that one takeaway and you go like, wow, I've never thought of that before. And it's something that you immediately can take action on. Uh, I am confident, uh, having previewed the, uh, the agenda and the script for this event, that, you know, anyone attending this event is going to come away with an action item for themselves and an action item that they can use to help somebody else. And that one little thing could be the difference between staying in business or going out of business or you know really making an impact in someone else's life or just standing there being a bystander. So, you know, for the inquisitive mind and the proactive person, you know, what we're trying to do is put put together the right people in the room to to create those aha moments.
2: Frank, oh, I mean that was wonderful, and you know, really, as far as the content goes, um, you know, for anyone, any, anyone who might be listening that uh, you know might not have a background in emergency prepare, emergency preparedness or disaster preparedness, the the goal here is really to provide that framework and ask the questions that you know every small business owner should be asking themselves uh, ahead of hurricane season, and they're not they're not necessarily hard questions, but once you start to kind of figure out. Um, how this you know uh, interacts with this, and how you know you end up communicating with with you know these stakeholders, you can start to put together some very real um, some very real measures that can have a profound impact on your business, uh, you know after a hurricane.
0: Frank, what's one of the worst things, the worst mistake that a business person and that fits right in with uh, Frank asking, you know, the the things uh, the the three things that he was talking about. What is one of the worst things that you could do as far as either planning or not planning?
1: Uh, Misplacing resources is is my example. And, you know, I'm a little bit older. I I, as a little kid watched the Abbott and Costello movies and there was a famous scene where uh, Abbott and Costello were hiding from Frankenstein. And stacking all their furniture up against the door, frantically trying to keep the monster out. Except the door swung out and not, it didn't swing in. I think a common mistake is you could spend all your time, you know, stockpiling uh, a certain material, be it you know water or plywood, and putting all your resources. And it's a mistake because it's false complacency. You think you're prepared, like you have all this furniture stacked up against the wall. And then the door opens the wrong way, and now what do you do? So, you know, th- this event is, is, I think, one of the byproduct is is to make sure that you are not complacent. Don't assume, like, I mean, I thought I was prepared, and it was such a shock when Jonathan uh, gently poked me in the eye three times and said, no, uh, no, and uh, no. So, which is one of the reasons why I'm so excited about, uh, about doing this, is to bring, bring Jonathan's knowledge, uh, since he's the expert on the matter, to, to our local
0: area. Jonathan, some bullet points of things that people will learn without going into the details. We don't want to give the seminar away now, but some of the things that they will, they'll take away.
2: You know, before I get before I get into that, though, I, I uh, also kind of want to take your stab at the biggest uh, mistake, the biggest mistake, yeah. biggest mistake, if that's all right. Um, I would say the biggest mistake that business owners make is, is, is failing to prepare well ahead of time. Um, we know hurricane season's coming you know early season forecasts uh you know the atmospheric conditions uh, you know have it conducive to an active season um and those are all things that we know well ahead of time and one of my favorite sayings when it comes to disaster preparedness uh is actually is it wasn't raining when noah built the ark and i just think that that perfectly illustrates you know why preparing ahead of time is important um you know and one of my other one of my other favorite sayings when it comes to you know disaster preparedness is it's uh you know, an ounce an ounce of preparedness is worth a, re, a pound in response, um, and it's it's really true. Um, you know, and we keep referring to uh, you know how I've poked Frank in the eye with with this little tidbit, and I'll, I'll share this with you. Um, you know, Frank asks, you know, what's the what's the what's your number one preparedness tip? Uh, you know, that I that you know I, you have for small businesses, and my number one preparedness tip for for anyone is. Back up your electronic devices to the cloud. It's it's something so simple that you can do. You know, sitting at your desk is ensure that your computer, your phone, um, your laptop, your tablet are all just connected to the cloud or backed up to an external disk somewhere. Uh, because you know, as we know, everything you know, everything that we do nowadays is through our phones, through our computers. Uh, it's all done electronically, and if you were to, you know, unfortunately, you know, for the worst occur and you lose that device uh, from flooding, water damage, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, that could be your all of your financial data that could be all of um, your communications with your customers. So just back, you know, making sure that you have a system in place to back up your electronics uh, is the number one, uh, I would say is the number one tip for today's day and age, uh, you know, in disaster preparedness. Yeah.
0: Frank, you look like you were getting ready to add two cents in there.
1: I was just, one cent is not only the big stuff backing up, it's not, it's not just your quick, you know, your QuickBooks, your accounting stuff. It's the stuff that you did recently, the past two weeks, the stack of business cards on your desk, you know, the, the deposit that you have to make. It's being prepared so you're caught up. Like if there's ever a chance to like clean off the top of your desk, uh, it's like Jonathan said, it's not not once you start watching the news and you're and the storms bearing down, it's it's getting caught up now. So you're literally just in a position where you have to scoop up, you know, a briefcase worth of data, not not the past month. So and that was the mistake I made because I was like, yeah, okay, sure, we've got automatic backups that happen once a month. Yeah. It's, it and we were it was it was an eye-opener
0: those that have been through it know the the pitfalls of it those that have not been through it unfortunately uh, some people think it's just like another thunderstorm except longer, bigger, and it's totally not that. And we've had such an influx of people, professionals, residents, uh, but within our industry, an influx of people to the sunshine state in the last couple of years that uh, a lot of people could be in for a very rude but quick awakening as well. So I want, to, I want to jump back into something, though, Frank, uh, that is tied in with the event. And that is something that we have jointly created called Buckets of Help. Tell us about that. The
1: business owners that we have that we talk to are you know, pretty capable. Uh, they're entrepreneurs. They've been in business a long time. And the idea was to create a catalyst that could bring attention to the, the need to prepare yourself and also something tangible that could help those in need. So we've partnered up with a handful of uh, local charities and have, are literally going to create an event where we're gonna fill buckets uh, donated by uh, one of our national, uh, national Association of Home builder sponsors, who we won't, won't name yet, and fill these buckets up with tangible supplies that someone in need could use. Uh, and in the process, it'll create a discussion around okay, what's in the bucket? So, you know, I like anything that is win win oriented. And this is going to bring attention to the fact that we need to prepare. It's going to create, I think we have 10 items in the bucket, 10 different talking points. So it'll build a conversation about what's on Jonathan's list. And then uh, these five charities are each going to take home, I think, 50 buckets each that they can pass out to their own communities, uh, which is, you know, could be that one little item in that bucket, could be the difference, uh, you know, should make tangible impact. God forbid
0: uh, a storm hits. Jonathan, I'm going to to turn back to you. Uh, We don't want to go through all the items that are in the bucket yet because we want to keep uh, some information still under development. I'm I'm proud to say that we all uh, take great pride in this being called buckets of help because we, as a Builders Association, can see other areas where we may end up giving some assistance in those buckets of help. But a couple of items that probably jump out, uh, I'll name one if you want to name a few. Uh, That thing that you were just talking about, flash drive. Going back to the point that we, uh, we we discussed a little bit earlier, backing up,
2: importance of backing up your devices, and you know having a flash drive is a very real way, thumb drive, uh, very real way of putting those important documents um, and, and taking them with you. Um, I'd like to say just as the as from the contents as a whole, um, you know, I helped produce the content list for the buckets, and it was done very thoughtfully. I Touched on my background a little bit earlier. I've worked uh, in a lot of communities post hurricane, um, and really the the buckets were based off of my own experience. You know, working in these communities for the weeks and months, kind of post uh, post storm. So when I when I was putting together the the contents list, um, it, it was with my own experiences. Uh, you know, living in those communities in mind. Uh, so you you know, you talked about the flash drives. Um, You know, I'll also talk about uh, the importance of uh, a headlamp, Um, you know, a a headlamp is um, a headlamp is critically important, um, you know, when the lights go out. Uh, And it's interesting because a headlamp actually is a a better choice for an emergency preparedness kit, in my opinion, than a flashlight. Uh, You know, obviously anything when you're in need of light, anything will do. But the ability to have your hands free while you uh, while you're wearing a headlamp uh, can allow you to to work on uh, to make those small patches, you know, make those small patches should a window blow out or um you know to be able to you know direct your family in the in the middle of an emergency.
1: You know, uh, and that so, that nuance yeah. is important too, Jonathan. Like the nuance of it cuz you know when somebody hears a headlamp, you know their brain might go, "Okay, I got a flashlight." But as a business owner, you know, all of a sudden you go, "Wait a minute, I should have a couple dozen of these headlamps." Yep. So my staff can can go to work and have their hands free. So there, there's nuance to some of this stuff that's in this bucket that uh, that only comes from experience, which is which is, you know, why it helps to have an expert like you, uh, you know, on the forefront of this. And not only the one behind the scenes, but there at this event to uh, get into some of this finer details, because that, as, as we all know, the devil's in the details.
0: Uh, before I get too much further into the program, though, both of you, as uh, a question, can you come back for another episode here on on our podcast?
2: Oh, I w- I, w- I would love to. Uh, you know, invite invite me back
1: anytime, Sam. Um, this has been a pleasure, and uh, would love to come back. Yeah, ab- absolutely, I I uh, you know I I saw the headlamp thing on the list and did not have the aha moment of wow, it's not just a headlamp for you know me and my family. Like that's a, that, that should be a stockpiling item. God, gosh knows I have enough other items, you know, stacked up around here. So it's so well, always going to learn something. I'm happy to come back.
0: Yeah, that's great. And, and one of the reasons for asking you back is, is because everyone listening right now can tell, we're teasing a quite, uh, quite a bit about what, uh, what we are going to be doing at the event. And one of the things that we really haven't mentioned, sponsors. Uh, we are going to have the sponsors come back with us so that we can thank them. And we want to ask those sponsors some of the questions of what did you take away from it? Or would you like to see something like this happen again? So uh, it sets the stage for us to to come back. But, but let's recap. Our event is when and where?
1: It is May 12th,
0: uh, in the 9
1: o'clock in the morning. It is at the Manatee Center in West Palm Beach
0: and that is the uh, FPL Energy Services Manatee Center. And uh, I'll jump in with the cost. Uh, I believe the the cost is uh, $25 for members of the Gold Coast Builders Association, $45 if you're a non-member, and if you're a not-for-profit, free. But there are some uh, stipulations for the not-for-profits. Because we want to make sure as many people can be accommodated as possible, uh, make sure you get your request in as quickly as possible. And Frank, uh, again, back to the the non-members, this would be a great opportunity for those who are considering joining our organization to experience what it's all about.
1: Well, that's why we had such a low-cost, easy-to-entry event. Uh, you know, if you have no idea what a Home Builders Association is, if you have a, a local business, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to learn something, uh, I, I I would be hard-pressed to say that uh, just the people in the room, you will not find $45 worth of value out of this. Uh, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future, as, uh, as was taught to me as a young man. and and uh there's going to be some pretty good company in this room a lot to learn that you'll be able to you know we we like stuff that works in in the home building industry it's no fun to produce or fix anything that that doesn't work and this event is designed to have impact uh we got to counteract the impact of that hurricane so this is this is our effort to do it very good uh, jonathan comment
2: yeah, yeah just to just to add to that um uh and not to not to give away uh, not to give away too much but you know one of the one of the things we'll be talking about and I think it's just a perfect perfect segue is we'll be talking about um, community resiliency in that um, you know building relationships ahead of time uh, you know can pay dividends post disaster um you know Absolutely. It's, we, we talk a lot about you know physical items but um, you know a, a strong a strong building industry, you know, allows for a strong response, uh, and building those relationships ahead of time is of critical importance. Um, so that that culture of membership with the HBA, um, you know, is is extremely important. Uh, so I definitely invite uh, anyone listening to come out to the event, and um, you know, I'd love to share it with you.
0: May twelfth is the event, and uh, Frank, I'm, I'm hearing from a few little birdies that we may even have some elected officials that are going to be there, so they know that we're on the front lines of keeping the community prepared.
1: Uh, I, I can neither confirm nor deny the uh, <laughs> who will be at this meeting, but uh, I, I, I certainly am not going to miss this event, and it, it, just I would I'd be happy to participate in as an attendee, not even as an organizer.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, before we wrap up our program, uh, many of you are wondering how to reach out to the Gold Coast Builders Association, as well as the National Association of Home Builders. Frank, you first. Gold Coast Builders, you can reach us at
1: www.gcbaflorida.com. gcbaflorida.com. John Hunt?
2: And, uh, you know, to learn more uh, and to learn what kind of resources uh, the National Association of Home Builders has available, uh, feel free to visit us anytime at www.nhb.org. Um, and uh, the uh, Disaster Toolkit is uh, right on the main website. Uh, you can also go to www.nhb.org slash disaster.
0: One last thought is that if you have... a enjoyed listening to this program. If you uh, would like to be a sponsor or a guest, reach out to us. We would love to have you as a guest. Uh, Again, we're going to be uh, soliciting some sponsors for the upcoming seminar. If you're listening to this right now and you would like to be a sponsor, there's still plenty of time. Uh, for you to become a sponsor and uh, we look forward to sharing information and news about the Gold Coast Builders Association with uh, our guest today Frank Coppola of Coppola Brothers and the Gold Coast Builders Association the second vice president. Jonathan Falk is a disaster relief specialist with the National Association of Home Builders and me well I'm just the host of the program. And it is my pleasure to have brought you this first-ever edition of the Gold Coast Builders Association Builders Spotlight. So, I'm Sam Yates, and we look forward to having you back with us again. And I'd like to leave you with a little quote until our next episode, and that is, we create our buildings, and then they create us. Likewise, we construct our circle of friends, and our communities, and they construct us. And I want to leave you all with those thoughts until our next episode. Have a great day, everyone.